If you're anything like me, you're sick and tired of the hustle, the grind, the just eat less and move more, macho mansplaining from the fitness and dieting industry. Women, we are not many men. It's time to dump the bro science training and diet advice, break through our BS, and flex your feminine. I'm Kayla Michelle, and I help busy babes just like you build better beliefs and bodies femininely. Welcome to the Flex Your Feminine podcast. Hi, girls. I think I'm live. Hopefully the connection is good. Sorry this is getting up a little bit late tonight, but I wanted to address a question that was posted um, a little bit earlier in our group by Mariah, and I thought it was a really great question because I hear this question a lot. Um, It's a concern that a lot of us have had. I have had it in the past too until I understood what was really going on. So She posted a little bit earlier that her mom surprised her by coming into town for a couple of days, and um, I think it was Mariah's birthday, but she did really well with portion control and her eating. She stuck to her workout schedule and routine. She did allow herself to have some birthday cake, but that was only one treat out of the entire couple of days that her mom was visiting. So the problem is that she followed this plan and she did like it sounds like a really good balance of life and continuing on her goals but then she weighed herself today and she's up five pounds and I can understand why that's feeling really discouraging and frustrating for her because she thinks that she was making really good decisions all weekend and this happens a lot to so many of us and it especially happens over holidays um, birthdays and weekends in general. So I thought this was a really important question to address. Number one, Mariah, and any of you who are struggling with this same dilemma, I'm super proud of you for having the birthday cake. I'm super proud of you for sticking to your workout regimen, and I'm super proud of you for staying strict with yourself on portion control. I'm sure you're looking back at the couple of days spent with your mom and your family and going, oh, I could have done this, I could have done that, I should have, would have, could have, don't shit all over yourself. Stop shitting all over yourself. Um, We have to live and we have to be balanced about our goals and life. So, you know, your mom surprising you by coming into town should be celebrated. Your birthday should be celebrated. My birthday's coming up next week. I'm going to have some cake. Like, just enjoy life, right? So that's the 80-20 principle. Then, let's get into where this five pounds came from. First of all, you did not gain five pounds of fat unless you had a huge binge episode that you are not, let me, sorry, close that out, that you are not um, making me aware of. There's no way that you gained five pounds of fat because the logistics of thermodynamics teach us that a pound of fat equals 3,500 calories. So unless you are eating a deficit of 3,500 calories over the course of let's say a week, you're going to lose a pound of fat. If you eat 3,500 calories more than you should be consuming, whether it's in a day or it's over the course of another week, you will gain a pound of body fat. Or we can put some of that into muscle gain if that is our goal and we're eating the right types of foods and we're doing the right types of training. We can put that towards muscle repair. Okay, so you could gain some of that one pound could be muscle gain. Let me just put that out there. But for the sake of conversation, we're talking about body fat and calories, all right? So no matter what, up or down, 
it requires 3,500 calories for a pound to come off or go on to your body. All right. Now, in two days, which what sounds like not a crazy bunch of binging episodes from you, Mariah, there's no way that you ate 3,500 calories worth of food that is going to put body fat, five pounds worth of body fat on your body. So I'm not even going to do the math right now, but 3,500 times five in two days, there's zero chance that a slice of cake or whatever it was that you ate with good portion control caused five pounds at 3,500 calories per pound to go onto your body. So I just want to put your mind at ease that there's no way you gained five pounds worth of fat over this weekend, okay? So what ends up happening is I don't know what kind of diet you're following. If you are, I'm going to assume that you're following a semi-low carbohydrate diet or maybe even a no-tolerance carbohydrate diet, which is what a lot of us women tend to gravitate towards in order to um, lose the body fat, shed the weight, make the scale go down, etc. What happens when we do that is we have a really strict um, a strict baseline of no carb or low carb intake day to day to day, whether it be Monday through Friday or for a long a prolonged period of time consistently, there's going to be a lot of weight, not saying fat, weight. There's going to be a lot of weight lost because of the no carb strict you know, restriction. That is because your body retains water when we eat carbohydrates and water is going to weigh something. So the water retention caused is caused because our bodies store what's called glycogen in our liver and our muscle tissue when we eat carbohydrates. And by carbohydrates, I mean anything starchy like potatoes, pastas, um, wine counts as a carbohydrate, fruit counts as a carbohydrate, um, squashes, beans, lentils, grains, oatmeal, quinoa, you know, all that good stuff. It is good stuff, but if we cut it all out of our diet, um, our body, as soon as it's introduced to any of it, like cake or if you had quinoa over the weekend or if you had oatmeal or I mean anything that your body's not used to on a carbohydrate level, anything above baseline of what your body's used to in the carbohydrate um, macro area is going to cause water retention. And it's so easy for even one day of a slightly higher carbohydrate intake to cause five to 10 pounds of water retention. Okay. It's just the way it is. And unfortunately it's not, it's not that the, this is why, let me back up. This is why I hate the scale and I hate having you girls use the scale as a barometer for your success. Because what you told me, Mariah, was that you made all the right decisions. You did. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having some birthday cake on your birthday. And it should not derail you from your goals. But today you're feeling super frustrated because you don't understand what went wrong. Nothing went wrong. To me, based off of the information that I've been given, I feel like you are just retaining water. And if you up your water intake, you start drinking more water tonight and tomorrow, that weight is going to flush off of you really super quickly and you're going to be back to baseline all right this is also why i do not recommend low 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 no carbohydrate diets because it gives you a very false sense of fat loss when you cut carbs out of your diet you are going to lose weight 
immediately because you are cutting the water retention from your intracellular situation with your muscles and the glycogen storage and everything that I just explained. So if any carbohydrate is reintroduced to your diet for any reason, like a treat on your birthday or something like that, um, or a weekend getaway, and some carbohydrates sneak in there, you're going to feel a little bit bloated. You're going to see the scale jump up five or more pounds, and it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel like you gained weight because you did, but it's not fat. It's going to come off just as quickly as it went on. So I hope that's encouraging to you. Um, the third thing, because I'm trying to troubleshoot here and I don't have like a whole bunch of information, I have a little comment from her which did a good job, but I don't have like a huge spectrum of information to pull from. So the other thing to keep in mind that it depends on where your hormones are sitting based off of what stage and phase of your hormonal cycle you're in, at, like what time of the month is it? You know, we have to look at that too because I can gain five to 10 pounds of water retention and bloat um, leading up to my period. And that's just something we all deal with. So if you're in the premenstrual phase of, um, of the month, you're gonna be retaining some water for that reason too. So some different things to think about. I think most likely the biggest, the biggest um, aggravator for you over this weekend was probably carbohydrates and it may not have even been bad carbohydrates. It's not like I'm saying you went out and had a Mexican dinner. I'm just saying even if you ate beets and lentils versus you know your normal um, basic iceberg lettuce salad with spinach, you're gonna have more carbs in your system just from the beets and lentils. Even though it was a great decision for you to have that, it's gonna show up with water retention. So anyway, I hope that that helps. Um, and one more time, this is why I recommend that you have a baseline in your diet that includes good carbohydrates because it is a much more healthy, well-rounded approach to take with your diet. Cutting out entire food groups is not a great idea for multiple reasons. Your hormones need a baseline of carbohydrates to function properly. As a woman, we are different than men. And I would love for all of your sanity's sake to see you all at least have a baseline lowish level of carbohydrates in your diet so that you don't see this yo-yo happen with your weight fluctuating thanks to water retention and glycogen storage just because you decided to have a beet salad or whatever, you know what I mean? Because your body's not used to processing through that glycogen. So save yourself the headache. Don't weigh yourself every day. Our weight is going to fluctuate no matter what. Um, don't weigh yourself every day. I recommend just going off of the mirror, go off of how you feel in and out of your clothes, go off of how your performance is in the gym, and use the scale as one barometer of success, but measure yourself, measure your inches, measure your waist, me measure your thighs, you know, whatever you're working on, use measurements, use the mirror, use pictures, before pictures, progress pictures, after pictures, all of that helps and gives you a more well-rounded, holistic view of what's going on with your body and your progress than just the scale. So you don't have to be afraid of the scale, but I don't want you to rely on it solely as your only measurement of success. All right, I hope that was helpful, Mariah. I hope that that was helpful and insightful for all of you watching the replay. And again, if you have any questions that you want me to answer, just hashtag, hashtag, uh, ask 
Kayla, and that will alert me so that I can get on here and either type back a comment or if I think it's a really valuable question, I will make a video like this for you. All right, girls, have a beautiful rest of your Monday evening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you are ready to stop playing small and start pressing play and showing up for yourself in your life, in your goals, and in your transformation process, then visit me over at fittuition.com. Send me a message. Um, you can purchase my Flex Your Feminine DIY program and digest at your own pace or jump on into my sorority inner circle group coaching program that is starting on March 19th, our spring solstice start date. And that is going to be an incredible opportunity to work with me and receive some awesome accountability, ask kickery and alignment work to get you going on a three-month process with me and your sorority sisters to really make your transformation stick. I'll see you there.